I don't even know if you made a noise, but you made no, a face that made me think of a noise. It was like a very, I was like. <laughs> you sipped your Coke. <laughs> these, um, these darn big tonsils. <laughs> Fun fact about me, I have massive that's tonsils. The, the, that's the title of the episode. <laughs> um, Welcome to the Noah's Love Podcast. I'm Father Michael. And I'm Molly. Happy Easter. Happy, hoppy Easter. No. Bunnies. <laughs> we don't believe in bunnies here. That's a good point. <laughs> Ever. Ever. Happy Easter. It's it, it, Easter Monday, right? Yeah. Nice. That's Secretly, fun. it's really Tuesday of Holy Week. Yeah, but that's a <laughs> but secret. But we're, we're celebrating Easter. So I don't know why you would... Ahead of time. Expose us. Like, <laughs> this is live on Easter Monday. Live, yeah. <laughs> we got up early. Nah, that's not recorded a podcast (laughs) that we, yeah. So we just kind of wanted to talk about Easter, um, in typical Father and Molly fashion. We Mm -hmm. are just kind of jumping in. Usually we have slightly more of a plan, but I think we just want to talk about the meaning of Easter, right? Because it's obviously an important holiday that even people who aren't really practicing any faith celebrate. Hence, Happy Easter. Mm -hmm. Um, but also just the meaning of resurrection. So this is more about, I think, just what Easter can mean in gen- what it means in general, and what it can mean in our lives. Like, you know, what resurrection, what significance it can have in our personal faith journeys and our faith walk on the day to day, not just like in this season. Yeah, not sense. just one day. Right. I think that's something to like. I was thinking about that today. I was writing uh, like a bulletin article. Jesus really rose from the dead. Yeah. I want everybody to be aware of that. Mm-hmm. That like I think just like Christmas, uh, because Easter it's become like sort of a like you secular know, secular holiday. holiday. Yeah. It's got candy and mm-hmm. bunnies and flowers and stuff and like flowers. that's all great. Easter egg hunts, don't forget Easter those. egg hunts. <laughs> I forgot about eggs, that's significant. <laughs> that's all like, okay, fine, whatever. But like Christians we really believe this. Like and that's some like especially if you are a Christian, um, like embrace that for everything that it means because it it means everything for you and me like that uh it's not just a myth it's not just a nice story because if it is who cares right obviously christmas is important because Mm -hmm. jesus was born but christmas happened so that easter could happen yeah and i think i at least often I'm always just like Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Like <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Like you're Jesus into came, it, which obviously crucial. Mm-hmm. But he came to die. Yeah, he was born to die for us. And mm-hmm. He came for this moment. Like this is the moment that God promised in Genesis that would come. This is like the moment that redeems everything. This is everything. This Sunday. This holiday. And I don't know, I always just kind of like see that as Christmas. And again, I'm just going to say it a million times. Obviously, Christmas matters, but like, this is the moment, you know. Kind of like you were saying, this is everything. Yeah, it was leading to this. Yes. And um, yeah, I like that it, you mentioned like, this is what even like way back in the book of Genesis points to that like sin was in the world. God was like, I have to do Maybe he didn't say it this way. I, I have to do something about this. <laughs> Jesus, God wakes up and is like, well, dang it. I got to get to work. <laughs> oh, dang it. Yeah, well, just, I guess, more realistically. I can't breathe. <laughs> God, dang it. 
<laughs> That'll be the title of this this oh, podcast. Dang it. Oh dang it. <laughs> so, well just I guess the the actual point I want to make is <laughs> that like all of history points to this. Yeah. Because like not just God wasn't just like, okay, they made a mess and I'll fix it up. He wants to make us even better. He wants to bring us even closer to him than Adam and Eve were. And uh just the whole idea, so like Christmas, like you said, Jesus becoming one of us so that he could, in our place, like take our sins and die for us and rise. Um, Sorry, everyone, give us a moment. Father's stomach is growling. I haven't eaten anything today. Oh, why? Because I had two masses yeah, at a funeral. Fair. I, that, yeah. I, don't, I don't have time. <laughs> it's <laughs> <That's> okay. <laughs> but yeah, like all of history points to this. And yeah. we shouldn't. We shouldn't let it slip by as like, oh, I ate some food and some chocolate and hunted for Easter eggs. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know what adults do that, but... I, me. <laughs> you've got it planned? <laughs> I don't know about this year, but I definitely did it. <laughs> Recently. Yeah, in recent Easter years, like two years ago. It's okay. I, I Listen, I'm not insecure about it. Okay. <laughs> so I believe you. <laughs> Something about the resurrection I wanted to bring up... Um, Jesus rose and he still had his wounds. Yeah. Your thoughts? Um, pretty wild. Uh, <laughs> that's all. Mm-hmm. Um, very, I'm really glad you said that. It's very necessary detail. It's not just like kind of something that happened, right? Um, and I think my immediate thought is to apply that, you know, to our own lives, but also like, let's look at Jesus first, right? Um his wounds needed to happen. Like you, you always hear people say, someone literally said in my class today, one of the aides to one of the students, one of our students was upset that he had to do work. He's like, I just want to get to Easter break. And he looked at him and went, you can't have the, the, the resurrection without the cross Mm. first. Mm -hmm. And it was like a funny moment in that context. But I was also like, I love, it's like, can be kind of like, cheesy to hear as a christian but i that's one of my favorite like things that i hear because it's so true right like it wasn't just that like like what meaning would jesus rising to heaven have if he just like bopped around on the earth for a little bit and then all of a sudden one day was just like i'm going up (laughs) like he couldn't but and that's the essential so that's not even jesus rising from the dead like he had to die he had to die in order to rise Mm -hmm. like that not that's not just something that like adds to the resurrection, but like the resurrection would be nothing without the death, without the wounds. That is what he conquered. So him still having his wounds, it like shows this is what I beat. And it's not saying I make this disappear, but rather I bring goodness forth from it. Yeah. And that, you know, that's been a theme a lot that we've been talking about on the podcast, Mm -hmm. just like bringing forth goodness through suffering, not working around it. Um, but like re- Jesus doing what he does, which is getting in there in the sin, in the pain, in the suffering and rising through that, like changing what death means. Yes. Like he yeah. conquered death. That's, that's such a good way of putting it. Changing what death means because death is like the ultimate evil without God. Like yeah. it's, it comes from sin and we can't do anything about it. And he totally transformed it so that death and not just his death, but our deaths, like they lead to, they can lead to life. Yeah. Um, and I think even just like the suffering along the way can lead to that. And just the idea that 
Um, he came back, so Jesus had a glorified body, is what we say. He uh, could appear in a room suddenly, like with the do- when the doors were locked. Pretty rad. Pretty rad. <laughs> I can't do that. They didn't recognize him all the time, so something was going on there. Um, but still, he came back, and uh, so he came back glorified, like fully alive, with like what we would call superpowers in a way. Yeah. Like he's not limited at all, but still has wounds. And yeah. I think that says to us that our wounds and our sufferings, they're not just something to like get over. Yeah. Like I can't wait till I'm past that. No, like it's in those that God wants to save us. Yes. And ignorance of our wounds does nothing good for us. Um, and I mean, even just like by suffering, we are so much more like God than we could be if we didn't suffer. Like if, if we have a difficult life, we can relate more to to Jesus who suffered more than anyone ever has on this earth. And Isaiah has one of my favorite verses um, that I thought of when you were talking. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we are healed. Especially mm-hmm. that in there. By his wounds, we are healed. Um, and if we unite our own, like if we, if we try to suffer without Jesus, we're going to be miserable because suffering sucks. Mm -hmm. There's it's, it's bad. It's bad. It is an evil, Mm -hmm. right? It's not something that God was like, I'm going to like inflict this on people. Right. But God's, God's gave us free will. And sometimes suffering is born of that, but he also just, he only allows suffering if through that suffering we can draw closer to him than we could be without it. He will not allow a suffering if that's not the case. Um, now we get to choose if we do that, if we unite our pain to him. So, cause, cause you could say, well, there's a million and 10 things that mm-hmm. happen where, where good doesn't come out of it. But the times in my life that I have chosen reluctantly <laughs> To unite my suffering to him, I have found myself much happier than I would have been had those things never happened. But the times that I just constantly wish it away and refuse to unite it to him, yeah, it's not good. It's only evil. It's only painful. But but by the resurrection, things are transformed. Like, he changed the meaning of death. And he changed the, changes the meaning of suffering yes. and death in us. Mm-hmm. Like, what it means, not just for us to physically die, but but to experience emotional suffering, any physical suffering, um, it changes the meaning. And if we look at it the right way, if we are prayerful, if we unite it to him within our hearts, it's able to become the biggest blessing that we've ever encountered. And I've experienced that in my life. And that doesn't make any sense. No, right? it, it, it doesn't logically. Yeah. Like, at least according to human reason, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that sounds crazy. I know when I say out loud, like my biggest blessings in my life have been times that i've been my worst suffering it doesn't make sense to me but it's because it's solely because of the grace of jesus and just me all i did was say okay you go ahead yeah right it's not anything i did that's a something i want to like remember to talk about again is that phrase like offer it up yeah. and just what that means but uh i think like rewinding a little of jesus's path to resurrection so uh not just so like think about he was betrayed um by someone who had been close to him abandoned by his friends so experiencing that suffering 
uh, the agony in the garden, that feeling of like, God, please take this away from me, but I'm, but whatever you want. Like we've probably all tried to pray that prayer. Like, uh, I don't want this, but like, I'm trying to trust you, God. Just the idea that Jesus, who is God, but like was also fully man, had to trust the father in those moments that, that all this was worth it. That, so those like sort of emotional sufferings, um, his like physical sufferings of being scourged and carrying the cross and the crown of thorns, all those things, and then dying in a horrific way that it he had to trust that it mattered. Mm-hmm. He had to trust that um that even if and we don't know, we don't know what it was like for Jesus, fully God, fully man on the cross, to die. Right. But like with that idea of this is all worth it, and not only is it worth it, that I can choose it. And that's something I think all of us are called to. And knowing that Christ went through that and triumphed in the resurrection really matters because it, mm-hmm. it says something about our trust and our sufferings and, and our wounds. Oh, yeah. Um, it is the resurrection is worth anything that it takes to get there. It's, it's worth dying to rise with him. Um, it's worth dying to the world and dying to ourselves. And we can do this in little moments every day. Like there's little moments where I want to do something for myself, but, you know, you hear the phrase, die to yourself, like where maybe I want to do something, but I know it's not holy, so I have to, and sometimes I don't, but Mm -hmm. I strive to choose in that moment, okay, to die to myself, as in to kind of reject my own wants, and instead to rise again into, in a smaller version of a new life with him, um, in his will. So it's just so relevant, not only just in the sense of, like, when I physically die and I'll physically rise with Christ, like in heaven, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, great thing. That's the ultimate thing, right? The ultimate goal is heaven. But we experience these little moments of death and resurrection in every day, and we're always meant to die to ourselves in the fleshly sense, like in the in our world and our worldly desires, and to rise with Him into His will for our lives. Yeah, that it's happening now. And it, because we're baptized, like it's, uh, we're sharing in Jesus's death and resurrection in our life, and like that gives, as we've said, even if we're repeating ourselves, I don't care. This is really important. Uh, <laughs> it it makes it all matter. It makes any suffering worthwhile if you do it with Him. So this is the, it's the reason why we hope. Um, mm-hmm. It's not, yeah, like I said at the beginning, it's not just a nice story or. Uh, you know, like something that happened to Jesus, but it's something that is happening to us in some way now, and we have that hope for the future of when it's we reach that culmination of, uh, you know, real eternal life forever yeah. with God in heaven. I know this is a little spontaneous, but do you maybe have a moment in your life that you feel like you kind of experience a taste of, like, when you die to yourself— like the joy that then comes if you unite that suffering with Christ and like rise with him. Like, do you, do you, what do you, was, is there any time in your life that like you think of as we talk about this? So I think for me, a lot of like moments in the priesthood where, um, mm-hmm. I was facing difficult things that I like didn't know what to do with or didn't understand or felt overwhelmed, overwhelmed by. And like, that could be uh, like face helping somebody in a terrible situation where someone has died or they're they're really suffering. Like 
there's only so much you can do. Like, yeah. you can't fix. You're not meant to yeah, exactly. You're not meant to fix everything, but like that feeling of helplessness, um, and kind of just like by the grace of God, being able to say like, okay, like I know I can't do, I can't fix this. I can, but I can be here and I can enter into this. And then suddenly seeing like God do something amazing, and that totally happens. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah, and it, if you tried to fix it yourself mm-hmm. or do it your way, that wouldn't have happened because then it would be you taking over control rather than allowing the Lord's will to play out through you mm-hmm. and through others. I'm going to share one now. Yes. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. Okay. <laughs> we just like, I wish, sometimes I wish that we like recorded on video part of the podcast because there's, it's just so funny. The like, Nonverbal, like, are you gonna talk? Now? Yeah, we have some moments where we just <laughs> and that one. We neither of us like moved. We were just staring <laughs> at each other. Anyway, I'll talk now. Um, I think, like, my just in, in the sense of what I thought I wanted to do with my life and what I what I did want to do with my life and how I, I mean I, I majored in social work. My plan was to be a counselor, um, and even in like a secular environment, like I did not think I wanted to go into ministry. I would even say literally in college, the two last jobs that I would ever do are teach. I'm teaching now and be a youth minister. (laughs) And I'm a campus minister now. And so like, I not only was I like, Oh, I'm just doing something else. But I was like, I don't want to do that. But in like allowing just the Lord to like, lead me step by step into the job I'm in now and into staying and getting ready to go into a third year. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Ooh, I think that's the first time I said that out loud. <laughs> it's Three real. Years, wow. um, and just seeing like, not only all the, f- the ways that I just feel like that I was led to like be with those kids, but all the ways that like they've impacted me and how I'm just happy. Like, so much happier and and that it's healed me from a lot of wounds in my life that I think if I did something else I just wouldn't be as happy but like because I chose the Lord's will for my life and like kind of put aside a lot of things that I thought I really wanted and kind of like Mm -hmm. died to that because I knew that he wanted something different for me it's not like now it's just like this everyday like oh man but it's like this everyday like life didn't shake out the way I thought it was going to, but I'm so much happier than I ever thought I could be. And like, that's the reality of resurrection. Like it's not just like, Oh, you have to experience all this suffering and like die to yourself. And then like, it'll be okay. It's like, no, you experience new life, full satisfaction, full joy, full healing. Like the resurrection is the answer to everything. It takes care of everything. Jesus like resolved everything. Every, last sin of ours um every act of suffering or uh, every pain in the world is all resolved in the in the resurrection um and we owe it to him to choose it and we'd be fools not to yeah because (laughs) but that's a side note but like we still have free will to choose to walk away from a gift like that that's crazy to me yeah that's that amazing gift and terrifying gift of free will Mm -hmm. that uh he wants us to choose love because he chooses us he doesn't he doesn't have to love us he didn't have to die for us or rise for us that he chooses to do that because he loves us and 
I love that idea of the surprise of new life, yeah. of the resurrection. Like you look at the stories in the gospels that nobody, it doesn't, as many times as Jesus like talked about it beforehand, that he was going to die and rise. He did mention it. Yeah. Um, but like, and I don't want to look down on the apostles because like they weren't dumb. Uh, right. Whatever reason, they were not, they weren't expecting it. And yeah. those moments of, oh, the tomb is empty. Um, suddenly Jesus is here. That's the amazing, like, sort of the shock of the the resurrection. And so it was true for them in that first way. But it's also true for us that as we embrace dying to ourselves and receiving Jesus's life in our life on earth today, it can be amazing, like surprising. That yeah. it's it can be the thing that when you embrace the thing that's hardest, that maybe you don't want to do, what good comes out of it. Right. That yep. it can be way more than you expected. And that should point us forward towards our resurrection. That like after our death, however that happens, and whatever happens between now and the day I die, the the resurrection and life with God is so much more than we could possibly imagine. Yeah. And we, because we know that, we have a responsibility to go forth and share it. Like, that's what mm -hmm. I keep thinking about as we're talking, just like how amazing this reality is. And if everyone in the world understood it, everyone would believe it, right? Like, yeah. And, and bank their lives on it. But I think it comes from a lack of understanding, which comes from a lack of exposure to it and exposure to other things, right? Because we know and understand to the degree that we're able to on this side of heaven, we have a responsibility to go out and, and tell the world. This doesn't mean you need to walk up to everyone you walk by and say, do you know about the resurrection? <laughs> like, well, why not? Yeah. <laughs> like witness with your life. Live life in a way that makes people wonder where your joy comes from, where your peace comes from, um, why you are the way you are. Um, point people back to Jesus with every word, with every breath. I fail at this every day, but aim to live a life that is like, there's this prayer. You hear it all the time. Let them look at me and no longer see me, but only you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like aim to live a life where you do that in every moment and you'll fail sometimes, but have that constant aim because gosh, like imagine if the whole world understood what a gift we have. It's so incredibly easy to just go through life you know, taking this crazy truth for granted that, you know, go to your job, you go to school, you you do the things you normally do. Like, guys, Jesus rose from the dead. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, uh, it gives new light and meaning to absolutely everything that yep. we shouldn't be just kind of floating through life. We shouldn't just be doing it thoughtlessly. Every minute counts because it's all a gift and it's all a gift he wants to transform and renew again and again. Yeah. So maybe we should talk a little bit about Easter yeah. in and of itself. Yeah. The resurrection in and of itself. I thought you were going to talk about chocolate is what you are going to talk about when you meant Easter. <gasps> I'll talk about chocolate. <laughs> what do you <laughs> no, want to I talk meant about? Like, I meant like, the you know, the mass. and Yeah. I don't know. Like we talked about with Holy Week, are there any things you maybe want to, as a priest, I do. point yes. out or talk about? <laughs> yeah, so... We talked about everything leading up to it, but Easter Sunday also also has some interesting things. Um, I think particularly we renew our baptismal promises. So most Catholics, you're baptized as a baby, and your godparents or your parents stood in and spoke for you and said, yes, they'll live as a Christian. 
at Easter, especially on Easter Sunday, all of us stand up and say, like, I believe, I will. Like, I, uh, I, and, and then the priest sprinkles you with holy water to remind you, remind all of us of our baptism. I think that's so cool because, so the night before, people are becoming Christian, they're being baptized and confirmed and receiving the Eucharist for the first time. And so on Sunday, all of us dive into that and kind of have this great reminder of, yeah, this is, whether you chose it in the beginning or not, you get to choose it right now. And kind of like, even if you don't remember it, your baptism happened, and that has changed everything about you from that moment onward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, everything. So that's great. Uh, the other, th- <laughs> it's really great. The other thing is you could you might hear the a hymn called the Easter Sequence, um, and I can't remember what it's called in English because I've only sung it in Latin. Easter Sequence. Yeah, so it's called Victime Pascali Laudes. Praise the Paschal victim, and so that say, happens. I bet, I bet one of the words is victim. Yeah, so it's <laughs> it's it it's something you would hear right before the gospel, and whether you sing it in Latin, sing it in Latin and English, it doesn't matter. The words are beautiful, so if your parish does that, pay attention because it's mm-hmm. just about. Uh, a, I think one of the best lines is a lamb, the sheep, or no, the sheep a lamb redeems. So this idea that the Lamb of God came. And all of us, he became one of us and redeemed us that way. It's really beautiful. So those are the very holy, important things. I have a question for you. Oh, boy. You have an Easter basket. I love getting Easter baskets. What do you want in that Easter basket? This is a controversial opinion, and I, I feel like I know your answer. Because one of the things I would say is yellow peeps. Yes. Okay, you like peeps. I do like peeps. What color? It doesn't matter. They all taste the same. That's not true. But <laughs> moving on. <laughs> I feel like the blue and the pink taste like chemically a little bit. That's very possible. I, I think I've only eaten yellow peeps for a long time. Okay, so I don't really know why you just said they all but taste the same. But I think the they same. do. If you don't have any prior knowledge to base We will on. test that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we actually should. Uh-huh. <laughs> Next week. That's a sound um, people want to hear through a microphone. <laughs> I can think of no sound more enjoyable. Um, what else is in you there? You know, your classic, your chocolate. When I was little, my parents would put, like, a movie, like mm, a DVD, yeah. and it was just really fun. So I have, like, lots of, like, memories or, like, CDs or stuffed animals. A, a solid stuffed animal. That's a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love, but the thing I most look forward to, and I hope I could do it this year, I'm not going to be, I'm going to be in a new place for Easter, so I don't know if an Easter egg hunt is a regular event. So I might be calling up Zach and asking him if he'll hide Easter eggs for me. <laughs> That's a real sign of a good boyfriend if he'll <laughs> He'd do it. set I up an Easter egg hunt for you. But, oh, my gosh. I did it once. Um, I went to my friends for Easter. It was me and it was them and their sibling. And um, we did it as, like, this intense Easter egg hunt battle in the entire house. They're so fun when you're an adult. That's true. Or, like, an older teen. Um, <laughs> anyway, I got off track. What about your Easter basket? <laughs> so, peeps, I didn't even think of. That wasn't even in my head, but that's okay. absolutely true. Um, I'm not big on jelly beans, which I think are pretty... Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I like Reese's Easter eggs. That was in my mind as well. Because they have, like, the most peanut butter chocolate ratio... Yeah. Um, a chocolate bunny is a classic. Oh, yes. Yeah. Hollow or solid? Solid is better because that's usually like real, like a Hershey's chocolate versus like cheap chocolate. Oh, my gosh. I just thought Taylor was a person. Taylor Swift? Oh, the, if you, the cardboard cutout. <laughs> I just had a heart attack. 
I saw it. Oh my gosh! Wow. Okay. <laughs> anyway, wow. Um, she is a real person, just not that one. Yeah, she's not here with us. I see. I like the solid ones, but the hollow ones are kind of fun for some reason. They're just like fun to eat. I I'm not going to say no to them. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like those chocolate that have like marshmallow fluff in the middle? Uh, a little bit. It's yeah. like too much. Yeah, I yeah. like a bite of it. Yeah, <laughs> just one. Just, and then I'm like, all right, I can't keep doing I'm trying to think of like other specifically Eastery things like that. That's you enjoy pro- Eastery cons? It's been a while. Well, <laughs> I presume that I enjoy them. Are you going to be with your family on Easter? Yeah. So why don't you do one like you have a little niece and nephew? Yeah, that's true. Don't they do one? I don't know. Amanda, if you're listening. I would love to do an Easter egg hunt with Sophia sometime. <laughs> after Easter yes, sometime. After Easter, we could do it anytime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they would be super into that. Yeah. You should mm-hmm. do one with them this year. I'll work on that. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm always here to provide advice on how to be a fun uncle. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you eat on Easter? Ham? <laughs> That's what we eat is ham. <laughs> Got her. That wasn't even that funny. Apparently it was. <laughs> Just the way you said that. What else do you eat on Easter? Ham. <laughs> it sounded like you were making a joke or something. <laughs> no, it's real. No. Ham's not a joke. Oh, um I haven't been in like, the same place for Easter. So it's, like, different? Yeah. So, I mean, definitely some sort of meat. Oh, that's good. (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) I look forward to kielbasa. We always have that. What the heck is that? Polish sausage. Oh, yeah. It's the best. Okay, you're a priest, so you don't really have as much of a say. But do you, are you a big Easter vigil guy? Do you enjoy Oh, you like going to it? Yeah. It's the big show. Do you like saying it? I've only said it once, and Aren't nobody was year? there. I am this year. Okay. So I, I said it last year, and there was another priest and two deacons, and that was it. So, yeah, yeah this will be the first time saying it with people there, bringing somebody into the church. We're doing all seven readings um, nice. because I decided to. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy but, you get to just decide. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I, that's what I said in the announcements. I forget if we talked about this with Father Boniface, but it's going to be long, but it's going to be really nice. Yes. It's going to be beautiful. So I'm going to that one as well. Yeah. But not at your church. Fine. Sorry. Fine. <laughs> I'm not even going to be a town. Don't yell at me. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that about covers our <laughs> That's everything the resurrection. I <laughs> um. <laughs> so uh, whatever you're doing with yourself, have, have a great fun. Easter. Um, the Easter has a whole season, just like Christmas. So yeah. <laughs> celebrate the whole thing. And... Uh, don't quit. Just keep celebrating. <laughs> Just keep being happy. Yeah. Keep being happy. Hoppy. Enjoy what you gave up. As long as it's you a didn't good... You even laugh at my joke. I'm going to cut you off. Hoppy. Yeah, I said it again. You just moved right on to your it's little true. comment. Continue. <laughs> um, You probably gave up something for Lent. Like, there are times for fasting and times for feasting. And this is... A, Easter is a time for feasting, so... Celebrate. Feast the heck out of it. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Yeah. And we will be back after Divine Mercy Sunday. Yeah. Ooh, we should talk about that. Yeah. That'd be great. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Happy Easter. Bye. Happy Easter. <laughs>